Hi everyone, welcome back to Stay Rad. My name is Audrey, and today we're doing another episode of Fireside Chats. Um, <laughs> I think Sophie named this, um, and she was like, please change the name, but I genuinely do not have another idea, so it is going to be Fireside Chats. Um, but yeah, we're gonna alternate, I think, so I'll be doing this Sunday, and I think Sophie will be back again next Sunday. But yeah, today I kind of just really wanted to talk about mental health regarding being a teenager and self-criticism mainly because those are definitely probably my biggest villains in high school. Ew. <laughs> but I don't I really don't know how else to phrase that. Okay. Um but yeah, so first I wanted to start off there was this podcast I was listening to. It's called it's literally just called Self-Criticism by Matthias J. Barker. I really don't, I don't know how to say his name. But the he said this, like, in the first, like, minute of the podcast. And immediately I was just like, oh, you, that is so true. And I just have never, I think it just completely changed my perspective on really just everything, I think. He was like, you don't need to get over your thoughts before being able to enjoy what's right in front of you. So... In regards to self-criticism, I think one thing that I really struggled with and I feel like a lot of other people can resonate with is just having thoughts that are almost like handcuffs on what you really want to be able to do and it's like something's holding you back and you can't do anything because you are so... like you are so caught up in those thoughts to the point where you can't do anything else. And so when he said, like, you don't need to get over those thoughts to be able to enjoy what's right in front of you, I was like, oh, it's really that easy. You can really just let those thoughts go. And I know it's, like, easier said than done, but in a way, it kind of is just about letting it go. Um... But yeah, I think a lot of people tend to be self-critical and they just don't realize it. This guy, again, the podcast guy, he was talking about how a lot of people just don't realize they're self-critical and that's why a lot of people never seek help because they never would think to seek help for something that's like just normal for them. Um, But as I've been journeying through my mental health... um, journeying through my mental health journey um I have kind of realized a lot of the roots of my problems in a way are because of self-criticism and it gets to the point where I kind of will look into I will only listen to myself because for some reason I've kind of only deemed how I view myself as the true way of who I or as the true like voice or as a true version of who I really am, if that makes sense, um, and so, like, someone will compliment me, they'll be like, oh, blah, 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 and I will just not believe them, because I refuse to almost accept any sort of thing that will contradict my self-criticism, which is so bizarre, it's honestly kind of stupid, but, It's something that I think it's very hard to get over because, like, with that quote in mind, it's not something you're always thinking about. Like, you're not 
But if I'm like walking throughout my day, I'm not just repeating in my head. If I get over my thoughts, I don't need to get over my thoughts. I can just enjoy my day. I can get over my thoughts. I'll just enjoy my day. Live in the present. Live in the present. Like those things are not like circulating in my mind. And that's not something I can just do. And... I'm actually awful at internalizing things. I, or like figuring out how to internalize. I have been kind of just trying to figure out methods of how I can internalize. Um, and I'm trying, I feel like it's a lot like studying, which is so bizarre, but it is. I feel like it's so much like it. Um, so with studying, for example, you have flashcards maybe, but or you'll have like a study guide, you'll have like, maybe you'll do a fun memorizing game. But the entire point is to internalize what you're learning to the point where you can just repeat it and you understand it. Um, actually, no, not even that. That's like the first level. The second level um, would be like understanding it to the point where you can apply it when you need to. So like, I know two plus two is four, but if I'm baking and I have, I want to double the recipe that calls for two cups of flour, I know that I will need two plus two cups of flour to make four cups of flour to double my recipe. Like, okay, that makes no sense, I guess, but it's the idea of studying is that you learn something and you drill it to the point where you understand it to like it's almost like it's ingrained in your head and you understand it to deeper levels than just surface level. So one thing I feel like is really important to just internalize anti-self-criticism is to start seeing yourself in a more positive light. And you may be thinking, Audrey, I have, like, I don't have anything positive about myself. You, you do. Like, there's, you can make up so many things that, or not even make up, you can come up with so many things that are literally not lies, but you'll realize that you've actually been self-criticizing yourself so much to the point where you don't even believe anything is good about yourself because your brain has twisted the good things about yourself into something that's bad. Like, maybe, for example, I got... If I got like an 85 on a test, I can look at it from the perspective of, I am so dumb. What is wrong with me? How did I get an 85% on this test when everybody else got like a 98 or an 100? Like, what the heck? Or I can look at it from the perspective of, oh, an 85% is literally just getting 15% wrong. I know more than 50% of the material, so that's good. I gotta be that's not the end of the world that's like closer to an a than an f you can find glass half full things to kind of help you to train your mind to think more positively about yourself and i feel like as you start to internalize these things and internalize more positive views of yourself you stop criticizing yourself and you'll stop seeing yourself in a negative light. And it's not going to stop everything, for sure. Like, 
internalizing a bunch of positive things about yourself is never going to just completely mute self-criticism like it's not just going to disappear because self-criticism is made to protect us and if our mind thinks that we need protection we're not going to be able to get rid of the self-criticism so that's the other thing the other thing is kind of almost learning how to stop being afraid of things and again like i'm not saying don't fear death or like don't fear eating poison but like don't fear going to take a test don't fear going to start a project don't fear i don't know literally anything and i know again easier said than done but also if you really try i think you can you I truly think you can get over it in a way not saying that I have because I have not but I feel like over time I've definitely noticed a difference um but yeah I kind of wanted to go back really quick and talk about my own self-criticism I started suffering with self-criticism like I said earlier I think like literally when school started my academic career started I Because with academics and intelligence, it's so easy to criticize yourself. It's so easy to nitpick and find things that are wrong because our entire education system is literally rubrics and there's certain rules you need to play by in order to get a certain grade. And so obviously if you want to kind of win the game, you need to be a nitpick because you need to be able to figure out what's wrong with your stuff before you turn it in so that when you do turn it in those problems are fixed um but that's for school and i'm that's for a whole other podcast like redoing the education system but you can redo you can restart refresh how your mind thinks though you can do that that's not something that's systemic that's truly intrinsic um, and for me, oh wait, I got off topic, but basically I was talking about my story, but anyways, in high school, especially, especially my senior year, which is this year, probably last semester, I think, honestly, probably up until probably a month ago, I just said probably like 10 times, but I would have tests and I just would be so scared to go to school. Um, I would avoid assignments because I was scared that I wasn't going to do well on them before I had even started, mind you. And, um, no, there were just so many things. I would be, like, afraid to go to class because I thought, like, my teachers were going to judge me, which they would not because they are all very kind people. They would not judge me. Um, but yeah, there were just all of these lies that I'd come up with in my head about basically just my intelligence that were not evidence-based whatsoever they were solely based or they were based on evidence but it was like causation without correlation kind of thing um and I would believe that I would be scared to go to school I wouldn't go to school sometimes like I would not I would skip the test and take it like on the makeup day because I was like I can't do this, I need more time to study, blah, blah, blah. I'd come up with excuses as to why I couldn't go to school 
and it would all be because I did not believe in myself. Um, and the other day, I was at my school counselor's office. Highly recommend going to see your school counselor. Um, but yeah, I was like, I am like messed up. I this is happening and this is happening. I'm like skipping this and I'm like failing this. I wasn't actually failing, but in my mind, I was failing because I knew I was capable of better. Um, and my counselor said, this is great that you're thinking this way, but like not great because it's not from a place of wanting to do better. It's from a place of lacking confidence. And when I thought of it that way, I was like, this doesn't, or thinking badly of myself is not making me any better. Like, when I'm doing a project, thinking badly of myself versus, or being nitpicky of myself versus, like, just doing the assignment is not going to make a difference because I didn't even start it. So, there's no point in being nitpicky and tearing yourself apart before things are even done to self-preserve myself from embarrassment or whatever I'm scared of. So that was the next point. Um, Anyways, after I left the counselor's office, I was thinking about it and I was like, why why am I so self-critical? Because I refused to believe I lacked confidence when she told me that. I was like, no I have I'm so confident I'm like everything I do is full of confidence blah 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 I leave the office and I'm like I'm not confident I'm not confident at all I don't know why I thought that I was um and that was bad because then I turned into like another self-critical thing or self-criticism thing but um you have to think about it from the root or you have to go to the root what is the root of your self-criticism? Is it lack of confidence? Is it um, being afraid of getting hurt? Is it fear of failing? Is it fear of what other people think? There's so many different roots to things and it's different for everybody, but when you figure out that root, it's so much easier to just release and to work at it because you can't pull out this is why it's called a root you can't pull out a like a weed you can't just pull off the top because the root of the weed is still in the ground but if you pull it from the root that weed will never grow back if you just pull off the top it's just going to keep growing because the root is still there if you get rid of the root then the problem is kind of dissolved. Not saying that more weeds will not grow, but that specific one won't come back. Um, But yeah, and the final thing I wanted to talk about... The final thing I wanted to talk about was changing yourself when you are in front of other people and kind of because you don't know who you are and you aren't rooted in yourself in a way. So there's the act of pulling out the root, but there's also the act of 
rooting yourself in who you truly are and fully standing by that. And this can probably tie back to confidence, but I guess for me, rooting in myself or staying rooted in myself is something I've always wanted to do. And actually, that's probably another thing that I've always been self-critical of. Like, I'll be in a social situation and I'll say something and I'll walk away and I'll be like, why did I just say that? Because now this person has a really warped perception of who I am because of what I chose to say, blah, 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 blah. The world's going to end. No, it's not. But I've always placed value in, in a way, being genuine. And I always get really scared when that genuineness changes around different people. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not actually being myself, like blah, blah, blah. Um, and someone told me, probably a couple months ago that you can be yourself in a different way in front of different people like just because you're acting differently doesn't mean you're not being yourself you can be acting yourself in front of somebody because that person maybe just highlights a certain quality that you have that isn't highlighted when you're around somebody else um so for example maybe i'm super um inquisitive and maybe a little bit shy around one friend because that friend talks a lot and I like to listen and kind of just absorb what they say and maybe ask a couple questions and like help them I guess in a way um but then around another friend I'm really talkative and I'm I don't know really fun blah 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 I make a lot of jokes um that's not me being any more or less myself it's just me being a different aspect of myself not a different version just a different aspect of myself because all of these personality traits all combined form who you are but when you're in front of somebody you don't have to bombard them with every single personality trait you've ever had it's generally just going to be one or two or maybe three of the traits that you have that will be highlighted in front of that person or people Um, But yeah, and I wanted to tie that back to self-criticism by saying that the whole thing with rooting, if you, once you root yourself in the positive aspects of who you are, it'll also help you to kind of puzzle piece together who you are, which also really helps. And I think, at least for me, I've realized that self-criticism is a reflection of not truly knowing who I am not saying that like you need to know who you are to be anti-self-critical because there are lots of people that are self-critical and don't and know everything about themselves but nobody does um that makes no sense (laughs) anyways um but yeah if you go on that journey I guess to kind of just uncover who you are in a sense and the positive aspects of yourself the self-criticism will slowly fade because that won't be your emergency response if you're in danger for example maybe in social danger not like physical danger your self-criticism will turn into positive remarks where it's like oh I have this strength in this tool which will help me to overcome this challenge instead of being like yeah I can't do that 
Um, so with my test, for example, I can think about maybe some of my strengths. Maybe I'm really good at like studying and I've done pretty well in my classes beforehand. So those are my strengths and my tools. And so I'm going to school taking this test. My self-criticism is like, you're going to fail. Like you failed like two weeks ago. So blah, blah, blah. But because I've rooted and kind of, oh, what's the word? Whatever. Because I've internalized, oh yeah, that's a word. Because I've internalized these positive things, my strength of being a good steadier and my strength of like doing pretty well on tests, I'm less scared and I believe in myself more, hence getting confidence. But yeah, I think it's so funny because it's like all intertwined and it's not something it's so obvious too but it's like something you just don't want to break down in a way because you just don't think to look there but yeah i think maybe it's easier said than done but i honestly think it's just really easy and you guys can do it but yeah um i hope you guys have a great week and Sophie will see you guys on Fireside Chats next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Stay Rad Mag Azine. Yeah, Stay Rad Magazine on Instagram and www.stayradmag.com for articles and blog posts and art. And our Spotify username is like Stay Rad. We have some fun playlists on there. Make sure to do that or to watch all of that and check out our other episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day.